Okay. <laughs> Hello, dear friends. Good uh, evening. Such a beautiful, beautiful evening. Today we are going to continue our reading of、uh, the adventures of Odysseus, springing the trap. Odysseus. Was woken by the sun shining on his face. Already the suitors were gathered, feasting and drinking. He got to his feet and made his way to the hall. He stepped onto the threshold stone, lifted the lash, and pushed. The door opened. He went from table to table, his arms outstretched, begging for food. So Odysseus woke up and went to the feasting hall again. And there were already other suitors、uh, arrived, and he was just like yesterday. And begging for food, please, please, you, your kindness, mercy on your 上帝，呃，上帝，上帝爱你，美人真好看，皇后真好看。One of the suitors said, "Look, the old beggar is back." Old man, come here," said another. "Have some wine," he offered a cup of wine. The beggar approached him, but as he reached to take it, the suitor drew back his hand and tipped the wine over the old man's head. Oh gosh, Salah! Old man, have a piece of meat," said another suitor. He picked up a shinbone of an ox and hurled it at the beggar, striking him on the forehead so that his red blood trickled down with the red wine. All the suitors threw back their heads, and be. Bellowed with laughter, but then suddenly their laughter stopped. Penelope was coming down the stairs from her bed chamber. She was dressed in bright silk, with her hair hanging loose over her shoulders. Old Eurid. Euryclea, old Euryclea, Euryclea, was hobbling down behind her. When Penelope reached the bottom of the stairs, she stopped and turned to the suitors. For years, you have fastened on my. You have fastened on my husband's hall as your place of perpetual feasting. 
Your excuse always has been that you want to win my hand in marriage, and now the time has come for me to put you to the test. You always you eat my food, my husband's food. You feast in my husband's feeding hall, feasting hall, and you always have an excuse because、uh, you want to win my hand. Now I give you the chance: take it or not. If you can take it, take it. If you cannot, <clears throat> she reached for the bowl. And took it from its wooden peg on the wall. A bowl from the wooden peg.、Hmm. Whoever comes closest to matching my husband in skill, whoever can draw a whoever can draw a string across this bowl. And lose an arrow through the through the rings of twelve ceremonial axe handles. He will be the one that I take as a new husband. The time has come for me to bid farewell forever to those to these walls that welcomed me. As a wife, all those years ago, it's time that、uh, I am farewell, saying farewell to this place. This used to be my beloved place. Welcome, welcoming me. Now, it's the end. She turned. And nodded to Eurycleia. The old woman set to work immediately. She took the twelve axes from the wall. She set them one behind the other, the blades to the ground, the handles pointing upward, the rings in a row, just. As she remembered Odysseus doing, doing it all the all those years before, so she was、uh, remembering what, how it was working. The rings, jing 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 jing, twelve one after another, jing 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 jing. Jing jing jing, twelve one after another. When everything was ready, Penelope turned to the suitors again. Now, which one of you is man enough to win me? If I am allowed to call you man, stand up. Come here, see if you can deserve the name, man. There was a great hub 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 hubbub 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 and discussion among the suitors. Then, as to who should 
then as to who should go first. You go first. You go first. You go first. You, you, you. That I follow you. You go first. Après toi. Vous d'abord. They decided to take turns following the direction that the wine jug took when it was passed from hand to hand. Those guys, they cannot make decisions. They have to use a wine jug to decide who is the first, who is the second. The first to try his hand to the bow was called Leodes. He took the bow in his fat, white hand, swollen from the months of feasting. He set the foot of the bow on the floor at his feet. He began to try to bend it. It sprung out of his hand and clattered down onto the ground. A second suitor tried and fared no better. Anyway, the first one didn't succeed, the second one nothing better. Each of them, in turn, tried to string the bow, and not one of them, not one of them, not even one of them could do it. Some came closer than others, but not one of them succeeded. Some can stretch a little bit more. Some, some cannot even stretch it out. But none of them, anyway, can stretch it to its full power. Uh, so they warmed the bow in front of the fire and they rubbed bee wax into the wood to make it more souple, supple, to make it more souple, so make it softer, tender, souple, to make it, uh, they put beeswax, wax it, oil it, and uh, oil the wheel, yes, and anyway, they are trying every anything they can to try to do it because the bow is already so long time not using and uh, it becomes very rigid anyway they just do not have uh, have enough strength they warm it it's like a cookie you warm the cookie it becomes softer but nothing worked each of them tried again, and still not one of them could string the bow. So they 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 try to they they do it one time, do it the second time. Still nobody can do it; just cannot do it. Benalupe stood with his arms folded, and she watched. She took her hand. She shook her head. She shook her head. Perhaps the day is not a lucky one, she said. Perhaps the day is not auspicious. 
Perhaps the day is not auspicious. She turned, and made her way back to the stairs. Euryclea followed, hobbled, up slowly behind. As the old nursemaid climbed the stairs, the beggar, sitting among the shadows by the door, caught. Her eye. She winked, and nodded. He, the old beggar, he winked, and nodded. Euryclea smiled. As soon as she was out of sight, she made her way out of the hall. By a back way, she hurried around to the threshold stone. And she pulled the bolt across the door, locking them firmly from the outside. That was last night's plan, Odysseus said. Euryclea, tomorrow I will give you a wink, or I will give you a sign. Whenever you see the signal, you will go outside, lock the door completely, and Euryclea did exactly like that. She she saw、um, Odysseus, and then she went very quietly, sneakily went outside, clashed the door, closed the door. Inside the hall. There was silence, broken at last by Antinous. By Antinous, it's not so much losing a woman. I mind, she's pretty. She's pretty enough, I grant you. But there are plenty of other fish in the sea. No, it's making ourselves seem such weakling. Beside. The memory of the cursed Odysseus. Well, Benalupe, she's pretty. We want, we 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 want to chase her, but it's okay. There are many fish in the sea. What? Ah,、oh, what a horrible man! But the thing that really hurts me is because that she made us looking so miserable under the cold. Curse of Odysseus! The other suitors nodded and spat on the ground. Then a voice came echoing from the shadows by the door. I was an archer once, in the days of my youth. I think you can guess who this one is, right? Antinous turned. And looked at the old beggar. He lifted his lip in a sneering smile. You might have been an archer once, but now you are nobody. <gasps> nobody. That is the name Odysseus tell、um, Cyclops. 
I am nobody. Nobody hurts me. Yeah, nobody. But now you are nobody. I think in Greek mythology, they use nobody very often, I guess. The beggar continued, I was an archer in the days of my youth, and I wonder if there is still strength enough, if there is still strength enough in these old weather, weather-beaten arms to draw a string across the bow. What a humble way of diminishing those suitors. I am weathered, aged, wear tear. Let me have a try. The suitors threw back their heads and laughed. <laughs> what a ridiculous old beggar. A hail of bones and broken crockeries threw across the feasting hall, but then Telemachus got to his feet and raised his hand. His hand. Those are the suitors, and Telemachus raised his hand. Enough, he said, enough, Antinous. Are you afraid? that this old beggar will put you to shame? He smiled at the beggar. Old man, show us what you can do. He gave the bowl to the old beggar. Odysseus felt the smooth, familiar wood against his hands for the first time in 19 years. He set the foot of the bow onto the floor at his feet, slowly taking his time. He began to bend it. Slowly, he drew the string across it. And then, with one finger, as though he were playing the string of a lyre, one finger, as though playing a lyre, he plucked the bowstring. It gave a beautiful, clear note like a swallow's song. Pew. Bing. Boom. Doom. Anyway, you can imagine it. From high above the roof of the feasting hall, there came an answering rumble of thunder. The suitors sat and stared. Then the old beggar took an arrow and he fitted and he fitted it to the bowstring. He drew the string back and loose loosed the arrow. It flew clean 
it flew clean through the rings of the twelve ceremonial axe handles and lodged, quivering in the wall behind. Twelve ring ceremonial axe ring. The suitors gapped, Google-eyed, Google, Google, Google was established from nineteen, from two thousand nine or something, or maybe two thousand. That was many thousand years ago already. Google. The old beggar smiled. That match is played. And won. Now, for the second, he took another arrow, fitted, fitted it to the bowstring, drew the bowstring back, and loosed the arrow. It flew straight through the throat of Antinous. He fell face down on the ground. His legs kicking, and then he was dead. So the second one, he killed Antinous. The suitors leaped to their feet. The old beggar jumped up. On a table, and Telemachus jumped up beside him. Asina, invisible, reached into the hall. She touched the old beggar's shoulder. Immediately, the hawk-like light came back to his eyes. The broad shoulder, the broad shoulders. The thick arms, the fine clothes, and the dark curls. Returned, the suitors run to the walls to grab weapon, but all the weapons were gone. Yeah, because Odysseus told them, take away all the weapons. So Telemachus has taken away all the weapons. Odysseus and Telemachus lose. Loosed arrow after arrow after arrow after arrow after arrow after arrow. They have pew 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 loosed a lot of arrows. The suitors run to the doors. They rattled, they rattled and shook them. They rattled and shook them, but they were locked from the outside. Again and again, father and son loosed their arrows. When all the arrows were spent, each made his way across the hall with a sword in one hand and a spear in the other, swinging and slicing like reapers in the field, gathering a grim harvest of death. Oh, wow! The olive tree, when 
every last suitor was dead, Odysseus turned to his son, Telemachus, call the old woman and tell her to open the door. Telemachus called to old Eurycleia. She came hobbling to the threshold stone. She pulled back the bolt and the doors of the feasting horse one open. And there she saw her king. He was standing like a mountain lion. Mufasa. Mountain lion. No, not mountain lion. Mountain lion is not Mufasa. Anyway, he was like Mufasa. He was standing there like Mufasa. Now I remember Mufasa, Musafa. Mufasa, Musafa. Mufasa, because I I visually, um, one friend <laughs> was giggling between my Mufasa, and he wrote down Mufasa. Now I can still see M U F A S A Mufasa, <laughs> surrounded by the bodies of his enemies, she let out a thin, shrill, crackling cry. Of triumph, she lifted up her skirts and came dancing into the hall. Odysseus raised his hand. Old woman, hold your tongue. This is an impoise. Im, this is an impoise thing to ex, exalt, exult, exult and celebrate over the dead, gloat in silence. Odysseus was kind. It's never, it's never good to celebrate over the dead. It's an impious thing to exult, E-X-U-L-T, impious thing. Okay, I will check dictionary and come back. Okay, let me read it again according to um, online translator. <coughs> uh, it pronounced impious, exalt, old woman, hold your tongue. It is an impious thing to exalt and celebrate over the dead. Gloat in silence. Gloat, I think it is. Gloat in silence. Hmm. G L O A T. Gloat in silence. Eurycleia stood still and lowered her head. Old woman Odysseus continued, fetch servants and made and made servants with buckets, sponge, and water, clean every speck of blood from this feasting hall. Telemachus, you and I will burn the bodies of the dead. Odysseus and Telemachus grabbed the crop, the corpse of the suitors by their ankle and dragged them across the hall and down the hill. They built 
a huge pyre and lit the funeral fire. All that day, the heat of the fire's heart consumed the horse of bone. Consumed the houses of bone. When all had been reduced to smolder, smoldering white ash, Odysseus and Telemachus climbed back up the hill. They entered the hall. It was spotless. There was no trace of fleck or speck of blood. It was Nigel unbeggable. Odysseus called Euryclea, old woman, he said, go upstairs and tell my wife, Benalupe, that her husband is home and he is waiting for her. Euryclea nodded. She lifted her skirts and wrinkled and twinkled up the stairs to the bedchamber as though she had forgotten all her years. Benalupe was lying, lying fast asleep on her bed. All day she had been sleeping, her heart heavy with sorrow, the old woman said. Madame, Madame, wake up, wake up, wake up. Penelope sat up and rubbed her eyes. Madame, wake up, your husband is home, he's downstairs, he's waiting for you. Penelope looked at Euryclea and shook her head. Old woman, what are you talking about? Has one of the mighty gods or goddesses Adult, your wits, adult, your wits, are you fool? Euryclea wrung her hands. For pity's sake, madame, come downstairs. Benalupe climbed out of the bed, climbed out of bed. She followed the old woman down the stairs. She saw there was a man standing in the feasting hall. She stood on the bottom step. She looked at him and she said, Nothing. Telemachus said, Mother, strange, cold-hearted mother, your husband is home after nineteen years, and you stand there and you say nothing. Odysseus turned to Telemachus. Leave us alone. He turned to his servants and his maid servants who were lined up along the wall, watching. Leave us alone now. As soon as the last one had left the room, Benalupe walked across the hall. She looked into his face and said, Is that you? You are so changed. She reached and touched his cheek with her fingertips. 
I do not know you any longer. I do not even know that it is you. You are not the young man I remember sailing off to fight in distant Troy all those years ago, leaving me standing on the seashore with a baby in my arms. She turned away from him. I cannot sleep with you. I will not share a bed with you. I will tell the servants to move the bed. You can sleep on the other side of a closed door. Odysseus put his hand tenderly on her shoulder and whispered, Benalupe, you know that cannot be. You know that I built that hall. I built this hall around an ancient oak olive tree. You know that I carved our bed with my own hands from one of the branches of that tree. You know that there is no one who can lift it and set it on the other side of a closed door. Suddenly, Penelope turned, her eyes shining with delight. She seized his hand. Olive tree and bed. Then it is you, then it is you, she cried. Nobody knows the secret of our bed. You and I alone. Odysseus looked into her face. She looked into his. Tears of joy streamed down their cheeks. Suddenly, she was in his arms. Benalupe. He said, Benalupe, my wife, my queen, only now am I truly home. That night, Odysseus, Benalupe, and Telemachus sat down together in the feasting hall. Wisdom was Odysseus' old father, Laertes, the fanciful swineherd Eomaeus, the old Euryclea. Odysseus listened as each of them told the story of all that had happened on the island of Isaka during his long absence. There were tears at the death of his mother, and there were laughter at Benalubi's trick with the loom. There was again, there was anger at the outrages of the suitors and the gratitude at the interventions of all-eyed Asina. When the stories had been told, Odysseus refilled his cup with wine and told of his adventures on the fields of Troy and his great 
journey across the broad face of the world. And then he filled his cup again and told of the one adventure still left to make. The journey far inland to the place where the ore he was carrying over his shoulder would be mistaken for a wing-gnawing fan. But Benalupe put her arm over his shoulder and silenced his mouth with her kisses. Sweet, audacious, she said, that will be as it, that will be as it may be, and as the mighty gods decree. But now you are here in my arms at home, in a place where all past and all future melt into present joy. Dreams and visions came through two gates, either through a gate of ivory or through a gate of horn. If the dream, the vision, comes through the ivory gate, it is mere fancy fantasy. If it comes through the gate of horn, it carries truth. This dream, this vision is over. You must decide through which gate it has come. It is up to you to decide what a beautiful book. The end, the adventures of Odysseus. I have uh, just borrowed another book, uh, two more books. One is Silk Road, one is, um, I think it's, no, I didn't borrow the Silk, maybe I have borrowed. Anyway, I have borrowed Iliad, the Iliad, I have borrowed uh, Greek mythology, another book, uh, not uh, Odysseus, not Homer's book, but uh, uh, Greek mythology, this kind of uh, fancy fantasy books. I do not know which one I will continue to read, but I will read. I, I, I enjoy reading these books. I think it does help me to improve my reading, and from time to time I learn some new words, which is uh, very, very helpful, very, very 
educating, nourishing for me. It is an odyssey for me to read books. And we will continue to read. I love you. I really do. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Bye-bye, friend.